Wow, it's a blessed day here. This is Rethink, and I welcome you to this program today. Uh, in the studio, we have with me uh, Apostle David Edo, and we are going to be looking at the post-COVID era. For the past five months now, the church has been on recession. Mm. Everybody who are indoors now, church just resumed. Today, being a 15th of uh, August 2020. Now, I have a few questions to ask Apostle here, and, uh, and I know that uh, it's going to do justice to every uh, point we are going to raise here. Apostle, you welcome to the studio. Thank you very much for having me. Um, we thank God once again for what has happened so far, a lot of lives being lost to the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, we use this privilege to uh, send our condolences to people, the family who lost their people, uh, their loved ones to this COVID-19. Now, may God uh, console the family. Now, back to the uh, program. For five months now, the church has been on recession. Yeah. And uh, pastors has been on holiday. Mm. <laughs> so, now the recession has been called off. Mm. And the church opens today. My first question is this. Can the church be the same as it was before the COVID-19? Uh, thank you very much for having me. Um, first and foremost, just like you said, we also want to send our condolences to those who lost one, uh, one thing or the other and also pray that God should uh, uh, give them the grace to bear the loss. But like you said, the question you asked now, I would like to also look at it from this way. Um, for certain, it will not be the same. Yeah. Uh, because um, one of the reasons why we are separate from animals is because God has given us brain to think. Yeah. Yeah. And God has made us... Um, God has made us uh, a being that uh, he has given us uh, the power to think and also to take decisions. That's why we are different from animals and rest. So what we expect right now, which I know that quite a lot of people will do, is to find out how their life was yeah. before the COVID-19. Having been in church, all the messages they've been receiving for years, 20 years, 30 years, 15 years, 5 years, 5 months, depends on when they started going to the church. Yeah. You know, they will get to see the impact of the Word of God in their life coming from that altar mm. during those times. Mm. Then, uh, the four, five, six months that uh, the churches were shut down, that they've not been to the church, mm. they will also try to look at their life mm-hmm. and check, evaluate, evaluate yeah. it, check their life for these five months and uh, try to compare it, uh, online church and the effect and the progress they've made so far compared to the 15 years. Now, if you look at it and you find out that uh, in six months of the COVID-19, when mm. the church was shut down and they were online, mm. they found out that they've been able to make progress wow. in their lives, spiritually, wow. physically. Mm-hmm. Things have changed, things have improved in their lives. Their relationship with God has improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, materially also, they've made some progress here and there. They've been able to hear God. They've been able to have time with God instead mm. of just being busy mm. and the rest. Uh, and they find out that they have made progress. Um, it will be strange, mm. for example, 
if these five months of progress will be discarded and mm. they return back again to, to 15 years of not making progress. <laughs> because they were just hearing jargons from the mm. officers that have not mm. changed their lives. Wow. You know, so, wow. so yeah, I mean, that's why we are supposed to think. Mm. You know, so mm. it's, it's, it's not about being sympathetic with any church or anything. No, we are talking about your relationship with God. Wow. If your relationship with God has improved in five months, then mm. you've not been going to church. You've mm. been on online and you have mm. time with God. Mm. Now, are you going to destroy that relationship because you want to go and resume back hmm. with activities that have a relationship with God? So, which means uh, probably during this, uh, uh, for the fact of uh, for five months, yeah. God is actually passing a message across to people to know that the church we talk about is not the monument. It's exactly. Not the building, it's it. not the mountain. It's not here. It's an individual. Now, mm. come to that. How many people um, from the experience will be able to think to this level of having understanding that okay, this are the evolution I can make yeah. in my life for the past 20 30 years coming yeah. to church. This is what I've achieved so far. This is my relationship with God. But now, in few in a few months, five to five months, this has changed. I have a relationship with God. Yeah. I can pray on my own, I can read my family, yes, and I can study Bible. Now, things that I don't understand before now. I can understand them. Yeah. Now the pastor are shouting and clamoring for me to come back to church. Yeah. What do you have for pastor? What advice do you have for pastor uh, to be able to manage this change? Because I see it's at a change. Yeah. So what advice do you have for the pastors? Okay, I'm going to answer it just to, just because you, in that one question now, you, you also asked two questions in that one yeah, question. Yeah. The first time, the first question he asks is about if Nigerians can take. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of our biggest problems in Nigeria today is that very few people think. Mm. Very few. We are, we are not a nation of thinkers. And that's, that's, the, that's the biggest problem we have. We are not a nation where we spend time thinking. We are highly religious, but we are not thinkers. Wow. You know, and it's in the process of thinking that you can be able to take decisions, write the decisions. Mm. You can be able to compare and be able to know, okay, this one is good, so it's not good, but we are not. Mm. That's why we are easily manipulated. Wow. We are in, because we are not thinkers. Now, the question that we, the, the advice that we have for the pastors is this. You have been preaching the same message for years now. Mm. You have been getting the people busy with activities. You know, and most times some pastors mistakenly think that activities mean relationship with God. <laughs> Being busy, busy, busy. No, 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 no. That's not, that's, and uh, like I said, some time ago, the, the churches right now have so confused the people that morning, afternoon, evening, there's a service. Mm. The service, the, the whole service is in the morning. In the morning, in the morning when people are going to be at work. That shows that you are just breeding laziness. Wow. That shows that you have a congregation of jobless people. Wow. Because if your congr- your service has moved from, mo- from evening to morning, then it's a problem mm. because you're supposed to be working in the morning. Definitely. Now, if you look at, I think the book, the, the book of Matthew, I mean the Genesis, for example, chapter three, if I'm not mistaken. Jesus, I mean God, always come. He came down in the evening. Evening. Yeah. He didn't come in the morning. Fellowship to the He expected Adam to be working. Mm-hmm. So he didn't bother. To, he only come in the evening. So the morning is for work. For work. The evening is for the fellowship relationship with God. But unfortunately, they've got to their members so occupied, so busy, because they think that. If they are not busy, if they are less busy, then they will have time to think. Mm. And they don't want their members to think. Wow. So, so that they can keep... So they keep manipulating them. Keep wow. manipulating them. Think, thinking for them. Thinking wow. for them. Wow. They know that... So they, they, they've turned into robots. To robots. And so the only way to do that is to get them busy. Busy, busy, busy. And 
they don't have time to think and turn them to robots so they can easily manipulate them. Wow. But thank God that this uh, by force COVID-19, which uh, which is sad, <laughs> but which in every you don't have thing, respect for anybody. <laughs> the old system was shut down. You know, and, and I believe that quite a number of people must have begin to think. Wow. I believe so. Definitely. Uh, they'll begin to ask Definitely. a question. So I will advise the pastors, please teach practical messages. Hmm. Not just the shouting and shouting and shouting and teaching people that what, what does not go anywhere. Stories mm. like that. Mm. Teach practical messages, messages that can change the life of the people. Mm. You understand? Don't teach manipulative messages. Mm. We are not the center of the gospel. Jesus is. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you exalt Jesus, like the Bible says, if, you, if he's exalted, he will draw men. We don't need to, if we exalt you, you can't do anybody. Definitely. You know, so please, Definitely. we should make Jesus the focus and, and let's point the people to Jesus. Wow. So I don't expect any reasonable pastor today to continue with the same message he has been preaching for 15 years and not produce results. Mm. Mm. To continue again after this post COVID era. Mm. There's a problem. Like somebody said that uh, church uh, should be a center of development, training. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, people, so, so most of the church leaders, they have turned it to uh, Jamboree Entertainment Center. Yeah. And uh, after this COVID, I know just like what you said that Nigerians should have a rethink that church is a place where you, you equip people and you send them to different, yeah. you know, uh, fields <coughs> as a as a as a professional. As a lawyer, as a doctor, as a scientist, as medicine, you know, in all field of life, we must have a representative yeah. who go there in the in the name of the Lord and yeah. offer. But now, what the church is trying to build are the prayer warriors, the battle fighters, and all sort of uh, you know acrobatic uh, with her. Now, is it proper for us also to only focus on the training and not do the entertainment, the jamboree stuff? One, one, uh, the, the, the jamboree, we want to look at the jamboree first in two phases. Mm. Is it coming to praise God, to worship God, to thank God? It's okay. But if that is not the purpose, then we don't need it. The truth is this the church, the person is 100% right. The church is a training center. Mm. But we must first understand what the church is. Mm. Except we understand what the church is, we are going to get confused. This building we are seeing now is not the church. Mm-hmm. The apostles didn't have it. The early apostles never had any building like this. These are part of the Catholic Roman Catholic system and the rest. So the church is you and I. Mm. An individual basis. The Bible says that God does not dwell in temple made by hands. Mm. It now dwells in the temple of our body. So I'm the church, you are the church. Now, now there's the need. Like the Bible says, in, I think in Hebrews chapter 10, don't forsake the carrying of, your, of yourself. There's a need for people to come together mm-hmm. to have a training. Mm, an empowerment. An empowerment. Teaching the scriptures. Discussing the scriptures. Mm, discipleship. Discipleship. We group those who are just starting. You understand? So we can come together and see how we can win more souls and bring them wow. to the kingdom. But unfortunately, the church have dived into too many things wow. that has made it static. So as it is now, the church himself is not is not doing the exact thing that he's supposed to do, hmm. because people think that, for example, during the lockdown, people think that we miss church, but that's only true. We don't miss church. We wear the church. Yeah, yeah. As long as, as I said, if people have discovered that they need to have a relationship with God, the building is not the church. Definitely. So hmm. you didn't miss any of the church. Mm-hmm. The building himself is not where the church is. We are the temple of the living God. Hmm. And so if we have fellowship in our house with our families. 
For example, if you look at the Acts of the Apostles, when is it Acts of the Apostles or so when or Corinthians, one of the episodes written by Paul, when he was talking about the church in your house, yeah, Aquila and Priscilla, yeah. or Romans, this is the church in your house, the church in your house. So mm. there were churches in their houses mm. where the, the father happens to be the priest mm. and, the, and the children discipling the family. Now we need to go back to the basis. Wow. Because wow. this whole okay, for example, without, without an effective structure, let's say a church of 120,000 people. Hmm. If it's not well planned, how can you how can you do a pastor them? Hmm. Manage them very you well. You can't. You can be in that church for ten years. You cannot see a Jew. Yeah. In fact, even I was discussing with somebody <laughs> that how did disciples? He said, you know, in the book of Acts of Apostles, he said uh, they have about three thousand people. Yeah. And uh, all of them, they have all things in common. Yeah. Now, how did the apostles were able to manage yeah. that number to the extent that? The distribution of the palliatives yeah, reached well. everybody, yeah. and they said all of them lack nothing. They were able to do it first. You know that was where that was where the the position of Deacon emanated mm-hmm. from. Yeah, chapter five, chapter six. But again, if you check it again, you take the those who were made deacons. The number one criteria is that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now we're talking about those who were filled with the Holy Spirit. Those who who had relationship with God. Oh. Now, if you put somebody who is genuinely, that's the purpose of the ticket, like I said, if you put somebody who is genuinely saved, who has a relationship with the Holy Spirit, he can be able to effectively manage. Mm-hmm. But what we have today, we have quite a number of people who are managing the things of God who don't have the Holy Spirit. No. Mm-hmm. They're not even saved. Mm-hmm. So it's even causing more confusion. We have people today who are deacons, those who are pastors, who are heading different departments, who are not Christians. Mm-hmm. And it ought not to be so. If you have this kind of if you have this kind of system, there's a bridge in mm. the gap, mm. and the enemy will come in. Wow, the enemy will come. In. So it, it, it is it is so important that we begin to train our people, like you say, it's a training center, to train our people to be self-reliant in the sense that train them to have relationship with God. Mm. Mm. What we're having in, in most of the churches today is that they draw men to themselves. Mm. That's how you see that new. I mean, a general Versailles is coming. You know, that is maybe like 50 or 55 or 60 years old, and you see a 70 years old mama coming to Nidan to greet a 50 years old man. Say, Daddy, Daddy, what do you mean about this? Because, yeah, practically, you know, Peter Peter was speaking with Jesus. Mm. They were talking like friends. Mm. Do you know that when Jesus rose from the grave and the message is sent to, to Zimiri, uh, 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 the message sent, sent to her was that, go and tell my brothers, my brethren. Mm. Jesus rose from the grave. And he's saying, go and tell the apostles, my brothers. Mm. Today, make the mistake to say you are calling the general of Asia. Your brother. Your brother. <laughs> they will so, even, yeah. Yeah. The, Papa, the, Papa, the bodyguard, the bodyguard, they have to throw it away. So you see, the attention to ourselves is too much, wow. too much, too wow. much. Wow. We are not a, if we exalt Jesus in the midst of the people, they will see Jesus. Mm. But we are, they are not seeing Jesus because the general of Asia is exalting themselves. Mm. Mm. Now, is this... Uh, post-COVID-19 pandemic, what message is it passing across to the body of Christ entirely? Well, it's, it, it, like you said, the first the first and major message is that what we have been doing before has failed. What hmm. you have been doing before. So the whole system has failed. Completely. Even the themselves know the pastors do that it has failed. Hmm. They know the whole thing is a joke. Wow. They know. Wow. Do you know that even now that they will say they should open churches, so churches refuse to, because they are not too sure of themselves. Hmm. 
They, they are not sure that God is there. <laughs> <laughs> they know that they be telling stories. Ooh, so, this is so very interesting. They, they can't. They are, even when government says, "Okay, open church," they say we are not opening. <laughs> Until coronavirus asks us to open, we are not open. So the decision to open church is in the hand of coronavirus. <laughs> When we get on the steam, this is a vaccine, then they will open. Because they know that God, is, God has never been in the church. <laughs> they have been telling people stories to the church. <laughs> okay, God may say, open, say, we are not open. Have you seen that kind of thing before? So, it shows that many places where they call churches, it's just a, it's just a collection center where they go to collect money. <laughs> there is no single God there. Wow, this it, is very... It's just to collect offering and tithe. Nothing is there. Nothing. Wow, this is very, very interesting. I believe that you have learned one or two things from this our discussion. This is rethink. What we are saying, we cannot continue doing the same thing the same way and expect a different result. There must be a point whereby we will pause and think, of which the psalmist say, Selah. We need to pause and think for pastors who have been on this job for years. This is time for you to pause and think and invent your system, invent your approach to the work of the ministry. Now, online is another thing that has come and stayed. And how much do you prepare to maximize this platform and to achieve your dream? We will continue this discussion. The part two of this is coming and we are going to talk briefly on the online church. How effective and how has it affect or how is it going to be your affect the new approach to the Christian practices, or may I say, religious practices across the nation. So, join us next time for the part two of the discussion whereby uh, we are opposed to David Elo. We continue to do justice to most of the uh, uh, trending discourse as related to the post COVID 19 pandemic. Till we meet again. Apostle, thanks so much. Thank you for having uh, me. Do you have any other things to say to our people before we round up this uh, uh, session? Let them get connected to God. All right. Yes, so get connected to God. That is the key. That is the word that Apostle uh, brings to you today. So till we meet again, stay cool, stay calm, and gospel. For more inquiries, please call 0802 142 9106 and 0814-167146 or email at daymantv.com or joshuagbenka12 at gmail.com.